You're listening to audio from Kingsway Christian Church. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit kingswaychurch.org. Welcome to A Step Further, weekly podcast of Kingsway Christian Church. My name is Andy Lynch, Connections Pastor here at Kingsway. Kicked off a new series on Sunday. It's our Christmas series that will run through the 26th of December. Hashtag blessed. Talking a little bit about... Christmas and the blessing of Jesus and other things that go along with that as we're joined by our executive pastor, Brett Cadwell, our outreach pastor, Kyle Krober. Merry Christmas, guys. Not quite December, but it's still getting close, right? Yes. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Lots of Christmas carols around the house now, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Hallmark movies and lights are, <laughs> lights are coming up. So, yes. Those two things are. There happening. may be Hallmark movies in my house, but I am not watching them. You're so. oblivious yes. to them. Yes. <laughs> you see one, them. you see them all, right? Yeah, that's right. That's my, right. My, my son, he's 11, and like he'll say he doesn't like Christmas because of Hallmark movies. Like they have ruined his whole view on Christmas. We're trying to change that and <laughs> remind him it's about Jesus. But that's right. Anyhow, <laughs> we're talking about hashtag blessed this series, and, and really the idea from Pastor Matt came uh, a little bit from from the blessings we see of God from the very beginning, from creation. And when we look at Genesis 11, that's the Tower of Babel when God divided the nations because they were trying to make their name great instead of his name great. And then the very next chapter, Genesis 12, he starts a whole new nation. And he said to Abram, go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I'll show you. So he's setting them up to start a new nation. He says, I'll make you into a great nation. I'll bless you. I'll make your name great. You will be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse all the people's on earth will be blessed through you. And so as we look back on that blessing, we are living it out. The the family members that have followed Jesus and have passed that along to us, and hopefully as we're doing that as well for our kids, this blessing continues. And, and so Brett and Kyle, I picked you guys because when I look, I, I hear your stories about your families, your parents, and what a godly legacy that they have set up for you. And what a, what a blessing that's been, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up, uh, I would say, in a Christian home. And both my parents are believers. I blew up. I grew up. I blew up. I did not blow up in this church. I grew up in this church. Uh, and, and you know, and been in church my whole life. And, uh, and that came from a legacy uh, really laid down by my, my grandpa, uh, especially on my mom's side. And so, uh, my grandpa Kessler, I mean, if you, you ask me the question, who's my hero, it's my grandpa Kessler and not only, you know, a Korean war vet, but just an incredible, incredible man of God that, uh, you know, wore his relationship with Jesus right on his sleeve and, uh, treated people with just such incredible kindness. I mean, if you were at our uh, our house in a few weeks uh, when we get together with that side of the family and we celebrate Christmas, you will see my grandpa in his recliner opening up his old tattered Bible and reading from Luke the Christmas story like he has every year for 38 years of my life. And so, and that is kind of that marker moment in the year where we just, that, that idea of legacy and the legacy that he is living and passing on just is, is remembered and, you know, and he's, and he's in his upper 80s now, and so we don't know when the last time is we'll hear that. And so you see everybody with their cameras out and, mm. you know, filming it, and we always want to make sure we capture that moment. So it's just, yeah, that's been definitely a big part of 
who I am now as a, as a believer and, you know, where, the, where my story started. Aren't those stories great, Kyle? Thinking back about those moments with, with parents, with grandparents like that. Yeah, no, it's incredible. It's, um, upbringing, upbringing is similar to Brett's. Um, I was 27 when I lost my first grandparent. Um, and both of them lived within two miles of me my whole life growing up. So even just proximity was awesome. Um, both my mom and dad's side are Jesus followers and I had just incredible examples all around me all the time. Um, particularly though, my, my grandpa Krober who passed away first probably eight years ago or so, um, he was, uh, just a man of God in so many ways. And looking back as a kid, you don't really know what intentionality there was in what he was doing with me. Uh, but looking back, even just moments of, uh, you know, at least once a month, he'd come by and just take me out for hot chocolate and he and I would go and have breakfast together. Hmm. Well, he was, he didn't have to do that. I didn't ask to do that. My dad just said, Hey, you know, grandpa's come over, pick you up. He wants to take you out. And, and so I, looking back, like, as I think of the legacy of, it's relationship. It's, it's first of all, the relationship my grandpa had with his savior that he was trying to instill intentionally into me and pass that down. And so that's the example that unbeknownst to me at the time that he was doing with me, trying to leave that legacy of faith as I'm sure it weighed on his heart. Like it weighs on my heart with my kids yeah. as we get older and the kids get older thinking, ah, am I, what am I doing? Am I pouring into them? Am I leading, am I leading them well? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just to have awesome examples and not just my grandpa Cobra, my mom and dad and my mom's side too. Um, just incredible examples. Just so blessed and thankful for that. I mean, that's, I mean, that is discipleship. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that was the word that he Mm -hmm. would put on it. He probably, I mean, maybe he would, but that's exactly what he was doing. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, that really is. Uh, Brett, Brett, as you think about Abraham, as you think about the years and years of faith that now our stories are intersecting, what, what sticks out there? So you have your Bible open, you're, you're looking at, looking at something. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, when you were talking about from Genesis 11 and 12, you know, you go on in Genesis 15, and Abram is, you know, speaking with the Lord, and it says in verse 5, Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many many descendants you will have. And verse 6 says, And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. And I was thinking about that in regards to what you just said and then the stories, you know, that you just heard from Kyle and I's childhood and and thinking about the idea that, you know, every legacy, the legacy of Grandpa Krober or the legacy of Grandpa Kessler in my life uh, really starts with a transform transformational moment uh, with the Lord mm-hmm. and Jesus changing their heart and then looking at the stars that you can't count the lives that you can't even count and that my grandpa Kessler won't know until we all get to heaven someday how many people he impacted by just his the way he lived his life the way he lived out his faith the way he loved his family the way he loved his three daughters the way that you know one of those being my mom the way he loved his grandkids and and uh and really you know being such a great example of who Jesus was for me as a, a little little guy, and now like, and I didn't, I don't, I now realize that at thirty eight, but I didn't when I. It was just Grandpa being Grandpa, but he was building that legacy mm-hmm. the whole time. 
Some of you might be listening and saying, I don't have that. I don't have that grandpa or grandma. I don't have that family. Um, uh, in my own life, I, I, can, I can point to my parents. I can point to my Aunt Mary, uh, who's my mom's aunt. Uh, but, but I don't have a lot of those others that have really instilled that into me. And so maybe you're thinking, well, what about me? What, what do I do? And I don't have that legacy. And I've been reading Genesis with a few guys. We read a chapter a day in the morning. We're reading through Genesis. And, and it struck me. I just commented this morning about it to the guys that I, I've always put Abram, then Abraham on a, on a pedestal where this guy, I mean, he started it all. God, God's working through him. And then we read about stories of him giving away his wife because she was, he was scared he'd get killed. And he does it numerous times. And, and his sins were, were great, Kyle. And yet God blessed through him. And so as you look at whatever your family situation is, and I'm sure you can look, you, you've talked about how great that family is. It's not perfect. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> Thankfully, we have a perfect Savior. Um, and, and we can put, you know, too much, I think, burden on ourselves mm -hmm. to feel like we have to lead or there's some certain right formula. Mm -hmm. You know, but the second we try and think there's a formula to um, manipulating the spirit into our kids, <laughs> that is completely wrong. Um, but, yeah, it's just a, it's just a daily falling on the work that Jesus did on the cross mm -hmm. saying, I am not enough. I never will be enough. I am not perfect. You are perfect. And honestly, it's, it's, it's through, uh, you know, it's like the law of the old Testament showed their need, uh, of a savior. It's like through my sin as a father, I can point to my, my Jesus through, through my failures as a yeah. kids. I, I did not handle that wrong. I blew up at you and I elevated my voice and I shouldn't have, do you forgive me? I'm sorry. Like mm -hmm. I, God is working on that in me yeah. so they can see the authenticity, you know, in my own life. Um, so yeah. And I, I need to, I struggle with that because you know, you want to, to be a good parent and to, to show you're doing well and strive, um, you know, for, for that, perfection kind of thing, but that, that's not possible. And so I think by, by being vulnerable and being real with your kids, uh, they see your faith as genuine mm. and it's, it's not just a Sunday morning, some, something you do, it becomes a relationship that they can see that you have in your life and that it's real for them too. And they can see you fail and that's okay. Yeah, that's good. And I think too, you know, to your question, Andy, about, you know, those people out there that may not have that grandpa, mm -hmm. I think, you know, as I'm reading that story from Abram in Genesis 15, I mean, I'm reminded that, you know, everybody has the opportunity to start a legacy today hmm. and or or in that moment that they begin to follow Jesus, like no matter what. And, and, it, and for those that don't have that model and kind of feel like they have to step and do it on their own, like for sure, it's probably going to be harder. And I, I'd like... But, but that's part of the reason why the church exists, mm -hmm. like to bring bring family to those that may not have that, to bring community to those that have never experienced what real community is. And, and it's really, I mean, man, that's, that is the role of our Father God, mm -hmm. like to come into our lives and to give us that guidance. And, I mean, that sounds like such a churchy answer to some degree, but, man, it's so, so, so true because we can't, can't go back and change anyone's life that doesn't have that legacy there. Like if, right. if I didn't have my, my grandpa Kessler and I didn't have that, that in my life, like I would have a choice to set that. What, what's the legacy going to be for my family and my mm -hmm. kids and moving forward? Am I, am I going to step into that? And like Kyle said, like, it's not going to be perfect and you're not going to do it exactly right. My, my grandpa Kessler, even though he's a hero, <laughs> like, you know, we've had, we, 
you know, we've had days when we don't, <laughs> we don't see eye to eye, you know? And so, uh, but man, I love him at the end of the day. So anyway. Yeah. Let's fast forward in our minds, 30, 40 years. You can do this with us at home as well. What would a legacy look like in each of your lives? What, as you look at your kids, as you look at those around you again, if you're listening at home, think of the people that are close to you now. Could be blood relatives, could be friends, could be coworkers. What's a legacy look like that they'll tell their kids about or that their kids will, will get perhaps from, from your family? Well, I was just thinking that going back to just uh, my grandpa Crowber's example, one of his favorite songs, it was actually sung through many tears. I didn't sing it. My uncle actually did um, at his funeral. It was, I think Steve Green is the uh, the one that we've heard sing it the most. But uh, the last part of the lyrics um, just go like this. I will say it, not sing it. Um, it says, <laughs> may the footprints that we leave lead them to believe and the lives we live inspire them to obey. Mm, wow. So th- I love that picture of as we're following after Jesus as, as best we can, may our lives inspire obedience. And our lives are not perfect. They're flawed, as we mm. talked about. Yeah. So I think that's it. Just each day, as I'm just learning and growing every day to die to self, to pursue Jesus, to be real and authentic with, with my relationship with him, uh, may they look at my life, as Brett mentioned earlier, that's discipleship. It's, it's allowing your kids and even and those coworkers and friends just to see your life um, in all that it is, and they see you following Jesus, and may that inspire their obedience to the Savior as well. So hmm, that's, that's good. Probably tie it up. Man, I don't have a Steve Green quote. Can you use Keith Green? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, but I would say this: uh, we just laid out a um, mission for the Cadwell family over the last year, and. It was, it really simply is Jesus, others, self. And I look forward 40 years. And if I've exemplified that at all, uh, if my wife Shelby has, if, and if our kids grow into that and learn what exactly that means to put Jesus first, to put others before themselves, then I think in 30 or 40 years, I'll look back and smile. And, uh, and I'm at peace with that. Yeah. So good. I want to finish up Genesis 12, where we started, uh, The Lord said, I'll make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I'll make your name great. You'll be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And then look what Abraham does. It says, so Abraham went as the Lord had told him. Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. No matter what your age is, no matter what your situation is, Grab someone, grab a lot, grab your wife, grab your husband, and go and see where God leads you.